time for the next wave. Scores! Braden Point got it done. 35 seconds into overtime. There are great players. Ryan O'Reilly, come get the Conn Smythe Trophy. Superstars. Puck up three, From Craig Bergeron, who tied the game and won it in overtime. Even Hall of Famers after the first round. Becky scores! On to the next wave now, Craig. And the first player we're going to chat about is uh, Luke Tuck, uh, a left winger out of the U.S. National Development Program, and he is ranked 67th on the Craigslist. Uh, not as big as his brother Alex yet, uh, who's in Vegas. Maybe he'll get there. Um, is he um, is power forward the best way you would describe Luke? Yeah, I think that that's a, a, a very accurate description of Luke. And uh, I mean, I think that... Uh, you know, he's, he's an excellent skater, and, and he's a catalyst-type player with respect to his ability to use that speed to, to be disruptive, uh, to be really effective for checking and, and, and to make opponents uncomfortable. You know, you, you, you're going to have different types of players that need to use their strengths to create opportunities for their team in different ways. As a penalty killer, you know, he's very good at, at being quick it's one thing to be fast, but he's also quick. So, you know, he can quickly get to some place. And then if he does get the opportunity to open up ice, you know, he can uh, not only get it, get close quickly on you with the speed, he can also open up ice for himself. And, you know, he's got a physical bent to him. He, he, he likes to play physical. He, he likes to be aggressive and he can be very, very effective in that regard. And so when you, when you can play in in those areas of the game in that respect, you're able to have a lot of different areas uh, that you can impact. You know, he's going to create some chances for his teammates. I don't think he's ever going to be uh, a real top-end, what I would call uh, a point producer, but I think he's going to be able to be a really good complementary player uh, for – uh, teammates that you know are going to benefit from that type of style of game that he plays, and I, I think it's always something that you got to look at with a player and understand. Okay, here, here's what he's capable of doing. Here's here's what his strengths are. Where does he fit in? And I don't think there's any question that he has those abilities uh, to contribute in, in in a lot of different areas. So he has the size, he has the speed, um, you know, have you seen him at different times be able to, you know, like whether it's drop that shoulder and drive hard to the net or just take a defenseman hard to the net? Does he have that ability in his game right now? Oh yeah, for sure he does. And, and, and it's not just the ability, he's got the willingness. So mm-hmm. one of the things that you always think about as you move forward, right? You always think about, okay, uh, you know, how, how's that going to translate over time uh, with respect to, uh, uh, you know, as he gets more physically mature, he, like, you know, some players have the willingness, but they don't have the physical maturity. I, I think Luke has a little bit more physical maturity uh, to his game at this point in time. So he's able to have a little bit more success. But, uh, you know, the the drive that he has, the willingness that he has to to attack, to to put opponents on their heels, to, to make opponents defend them and say, I'm coming to the net and you best be ready for me. Because that's where I want to get to, and I'm not going to go away easily. So if I'm going to get there, 
and I'm going to make sure that I'm going to make life difficult for you, you best be ready to handle me because if you're not, you're going to have a tough time. And he does that really, really well. And I think that, you know, as that translates into the NHL, I, I like you can play him in different spots. You know, Rafi Torres kind of had that edgy, over-the-edge type uh, game. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rafi was the fifth overall pick. But really what Rafi became was basically what I like to call uh, a five to eight forward. You know, he, he could play in your second line. He was really good in your third line. And that's the type of player I see Luke at. I see him as that type of a player that can make opponents uncomfortable and at the same time, you know, be able to contribute in, 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 in a lot of different ways and that can, can unsettle you when you're playing against them. And, and, and that's, a real, that's a real significant quality. For sure. You know, a guy that, uh, you know, can kill penalties is, is you know, usually pretty uh, defensively responsible five-on-five five as well. And, and it sounds like, you know, the Luke could be a guy that you can put out to, to check uh, the other team's uh, really good forward. You can put out to kill penalties. And the odd time he chips in with with some offense. And, and you know, you need to draft those guys as well as a franchise. So it sounds like he's kind of uh, almost one of those glue guys in, in a lineup. Oh, there's no question he is, and you know he's gonna he, he he's determined and he's competitive, and you know when you when you watch a player like that and you watch a player that's capable of uh, of, of, a, of impacting the game in a lot of different ways, me that th- those players become valuable and those players are are really important to uh, a team's success. It, it would be nice if everybody was the same exact player. Sure, they aren't, and and teams need different types of players. And Luke, Luke has shown that, and he's shown that capability uh, of, of being what, what I call a catalyst-type player, but can play with good players because he understands what I need to do, and that's important. Like, you look at Blake Coleman, who, who emerged this year as, you know, as a real good player. He was last year, gets traded to the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're counting on him to give them an element that they feel they were lacking in previous playoffs. Yeah, and is, that, got, is that how we've described Luke Tuck? Is that what you just described? Yeah. When you talk about, you know, glue players? Yeah. Really important. Guys have made careers uh, on that trait alone. Yes, they have. Craig Button joins us uh, courtesy of the UFFS Hotline. Uh, the ultimate franchise fantasy sports platform is awesome. Not only can you own uh, one of the 31 teams, if you can convince one of the owners to sell, but there'll be other sports they'll be adding but you can become a scout in this platform and you can start looking at the players that craig and i are talking about list them and when they got auctioned off to owners like me you can make some side money check it out at uffsports.com down the road craig and i are going to do some scouting tips for you uffs scouts listening to this out there so let's move on to martin chromiak now um a winger uh sounds like he plays uh, left wing and right wing uh with kingston Ranked uh, 41st on uh, the Craigslist. And uh, this is uh, one of the younger players in the draft and joined uh, the France halfway through the season after starting in Slovakia. Was that a good decision for his development? Oh, yeah, I think it was definitely a, a great decision for Martin. You know, you know you're, you're, you're playing up in a, in, in a league where your, your opportunities are, are, are not as great as they could be based on your age. You, you know, you're just not as good as some of the other players. And so you, you don't get those same opportunities to advance your game and develop your game. And, 
certainly I was a little surprised when he got cut from the Slovakian uh, junior team. I, I thought for sure that he was a player that was going to be on that team, but he was a late cut. And, you know, I, I, it surprised me because he, he's been a good player uh, for a lot of different, for, for a lot of different age groups for Slovakia. So I think when he made the decision to come over to Kingston, I think it was one that was really, really good for him because not only did it give him more of those opportunities, he also got to play with a pretty good player by the name of, uh, oh yeah, Shane Wright, <laughs> 2004 born. And, and let me tell you this too, you know, Shane benefited from Martin as much as Martin benefited from Shane. And, you know, we talk about one plus one equals three. And, and, and so, you know, when you go and you watch Kingston and because I've watched Martin play for a couple of years previous, you go and now watch him in Kingston and, Hey, Shane Wright's a, he's a, he's an NHL star in the making. And, you know, so you got to be, to play with star players, you got to be able to hold your own and contribute to them. And so I thought Martin did an exceptional job of fitting into him. And I really think that Shane's game took off. And so what are we projecting to, Dean? We're projecting to the NHL, right? So when you project to the NHL, what do you need to be able uh, to do? Play with really good players be able to contribute to really, really good players. Martin showed that to me unequivocally. He showed that he can, you know, he can skate, he can make plays, he can finish plays. And I'll be straightforward with you. I think he has a game that is still very much in the developmental stages. You know, Paul McFarland's going to Kingston next year, the, the, the assistant with the Toronto Maple Leafs. I think that he will really help Martin. Obviously, Shane Wright's going to be a year older. Zadie Wisdom is another young player that's really good for Kingston. It's going to be uh, the second or third round draft pick. And so I think that Martin, uh, you know, in the next two years, you're going to see some really significant uh, strides forward in, in his game. And, you know, every, every January, I do a top 50 players outside the NHL, prospects uh, drafted by NHL teams. Don't be surprised if Martin Komiak is on that as soon as next January. Uh, that's good to hear. This guy, from what I've seen on some clips, he gets the shot away quickly. No scraping the roof with the windup. It's fast. It's compact. How's the overall accuracy? You know, you, you know, Dean, like uh, you're starting to report on a shot. Like I couldn't agree with it more. Like, I mean, you just described it. In fact, I just took notes on it. And I'm going to put it in my scouting report. I'll give you credit. Okay. But that is a, that is a, like to me, like the picture you just described is exactly how I see it. And, and, and so you can work on accuracy. I'll take you back a little bit in time. I'm sitting one day watching Jerome McGinley shooting puck uh, after practice. And he's shooting and working at it and working at it and working at it. So after practice, we're sitting on the bench. I said, when you're shooting pucks, what are you trying to do? He goes, well, I'm just trying to shoot and shoot and shoot. So I said to him, I said, you know, Pavel Bure, every day just about, in practice or whatever, he would try to take at least 50 shots, and he would just try to get a spot on the ice, skating, moving, whatever it may be, and just try to hit that spot. Just like that's what he worked on every day. And, you know, different spots. And, he, and the reason he did it that way, he said, because when it shows up in the game, I want it to be automatic. I see it. I've already done it, and I hit it. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what Jerome started to do. When Jerome scored his 50th goal of the season in Chicago in uh, March of 2002, Jerome said to me, I hit my spot. Huh. You know, those players are driven. 
And those players want to be the absolute best. You know, you know, you, we, we look at golf, right? Like, you know, you, you shoot nine under, you want to shoot 10 under. Right. You shoot 10 under, you go, well, I could have shot 11 under. Well, the, the, the really good goal scorers, the guys that are hungry to score, they want to do it even more. And Burray was great. Jerome was great. And Martin, I'm not going to put him in the Burray category, the Jerome category, because I just can't. But he's determined to score. And because of how you described him, he goes and continues to work on his game. His accuracy will improve as well. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he, and he could become uh, lethal on the power play, and he pr- probably is in, in junior. But with that kind of a shot, it looks like it'd be a great uh, setup. You know, almost like the Patrick Laine Ovechkin area, Stamkos too, well, right? Yeah. Well, he does, but you know, one of the things that really he doesn't give goaltenders a chance to get set, mm-hmm. right? So because he skates so well. And he, and he really is a really strong skater. He's quick and he's fast. Is that, you know, when you're, when you're moving quickly, you can change angles. Dean, you're a former goaltender. And, and you know how, when somebody's coming fast, how, how, yeah. how you got to get back into position. And that's what I mean by changing angles. Well, now, when you don't give a, a real good windup and you just get the puck away quickly, now you work on your accuracy. That translates to me to being able to score a lot more goals. And I think that's what Martin has the ability to do. Well, and that's what you, you have room on the power play to do that because you get the shot off yep. before the goalie even gets uh, gets set up. Exactly. So, uh, sounds like we have a lot to look forward to uh, with young Martin. This is a serious message. Craig Button joins us on the Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports Hotline. Become a scout and make money while providing prospects to the Ultimate Franchise Hockey League. Pay that man his money. I'm your huckleberry. Check out the details at www.uffsports.com. It's serious. I like it a lot. I said we got a winner. UFFS, you own the game.